0: In the last episode, number 21, you heard from John Lee Dumas, who went from Afghanistan fighter to number one podcast and 500,000 bucks a month, all in under three years. You're gonna love his story. Okay, Jamie Turner is an internationally recognized author and marketing thought leader who has helped the Coca-Cola company, AT&T, and other global brands tackle complex marketing problems. The Top Tribe, you're gonna love Jamie. He's the CEO of 60 Second Communications, a full-service marketing agency. He's also the founder of 60secondmarketer.com, an online magazine with global reach. Now, the reason you guys are gonna love Jamie is he's a regular guest on CNN. and HLN on the topics of social media, mobile marketing, and branding. Most recently, he just launched a book called How to Make Money with Social Media. Now, I think some things in this interview are going to surprise you guys, so stay tuned. Jamie, are you ready to take us to the top?
1: I am ready to take you to the top, my friend. How you been?
0: I am doing good and I am stalking you on Twitter right now just in case you posted any embarrassing photos that I could ask you about, but I cannot find anything except your comments about Donald Trump in the in the political atmosphere making the U.S. look kind of silly.
1: Oh my god. I mean, we don't even want to go there cuz I'll offend all of your <laughs> uh, your listeners, but but the, but the net net is I put Donald Trump on a pedestal of what not to be in America. He's an egomaniacal, uh, money-grubbing pig basically. So there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. Now you know where I stand on Donald Trump. And by the way, I might vote Republican. It's not that I'm against Republicans. It's that I'm against Donald Trump as a human being because I think he is he is what we don't want to be in America, which is which is uh, egomaniacal and uh, and lack of humility is what I, all I can say about the guy. So there well, we have it.
0: Well, that's good. That's good stuff. We like brutal honesty. The top tribe loves that. And speaking about brutal honesty, guys, in this episode we're going to get into how Jamie uses his marketing agency to get paid speaking gigs. So continue listening. But Jamie, I'll tell you, uh, you know, I agree and disagree with you on some things related to Trump. But I'll tell you this: I study the heck out of his marketing tactics. I mean, you talk about a headline writer. The guy knows how to not only come up with a headline, but deliver it in front of a live audience and then get all the press outlets to cover it. So there might be something of value there. Yeah,
1: that, th- you do have a good point. He And the other thing to think about here on that while we're talking, because basically Donald Trump is a marketing machine and yep. what he's trying to do right now is build uh, awareness for his brand and continue to do that. And he's doing it by by rubbing a few people raw. I will say this, I am not America. I am somebody who doesn't believe that uh, we should all aspire to be Donald Trump. However, the majority of Americans probably do believe we should aspire to be Donald Trump. So I'm a minority on that. It's just that I'm a big believer on being, um, I'm a big believer on a win-win scenario and a humble scenario for being a business person. And I don't see that in Donald Trump whatsoever. So that's, that's the main thing I object to with him.
0: Well, let's jump in, Jamie, because the top tribe, they're either jogging right now, listening in, or they're driving to to their work on commute. It's mid-August. Things are heating up. I'm sitting here with my mocha, looking forward to fall here in the Appalachian Mountains. I can see you are rocking your nice purple sweatshirt there, looking handsome like a handsome devil over here. So let's (laughs) let's dive in. Walk us through 60 Second Marketer and talk to me specifically. Tell me the story about how you got your first paid speaking gig.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, 60 Second Marketer is a blog for uh, marketers around the globe, and that started out way before the idea of content marketing was even a concept. And what I did was I was using it as a lead generation tool for another business I was working for ultimately, I went to that company, great company called BKV, and I said, hey, do you guys mind if I spin off and kind of do this on my own? And to their credit, they said, wonderful, great, I'm still in their office space, all that sort of stuff. But I use it as a platform to build thought leadership for me, Jamie Turner, and the books that I write. And then that ultimately leads into TV appearances and then speaking gigs around the globe. I was in Cairo not too long ago. I might be in China in March. I'm going to be in London in September. So, the net-net is if your listeners are sitting and they're going, wow, how do I get there? This is the path that I took. And it's just me taking it doesn't mean it's the only approach. But what I started out doing was I reached out to local universities and said, hey, can I come in and do a guest speaking gig? Professors are typically going, great, let me have you come in because For free. it relieves me of the burden. Yeah, you okay. know the drill. I mean, they're up there every single day. So that was my starting point. And then I just built up from there. So I started out with universities. Then I would go to trade show organizations. Trade organizations and I would say, hey, I'm speaking down at Emory University or the University of Georgia. I'm based in Atlanta. Let me build from there and then I would go to trade organizations and then I just kept on doing it and going up and up and up from there until now I get uh, mostly paid to speak around the globe there. I do still do some uh, occasional pro bono gigs if they're local things like sure. that, but mostly when I'm uh, traveling, I'm, I'm going to be charging.
0: So what it. was, Jamie, the first speaking gig, how, what did, how much was it? Was it 500000 10000 grand?
1: You know, one of the early ones, believe it or not, was with a large uh, Atlanta-based company with red in their logo, and they paid me $5,000 to do that. But I have to tell you, a couple of things to know. One is, if you think that you're going to get rich as a speaker, that's actually not true. Speaking is ancillary revenue for my main business. There are very, very few people who can actually make it just as speakers. Typically, they're extremely famous. Seth Godin could probably live just on a speaking uh, revenue. Donald Trump could live on a speaking revenue. But the, the vast majority of us who are either authors or just going around being speakers, typically it's additional revenue on top of what we're already making for other things. So I just want to be clear about that you can make revenue it is a great way you know it's a wonderful it's the best gig I've ever had however for me personally I've got kids in college things like that I was like okay I'm not going to be able to retire on this so I actually have to generate revenue from other sources on top of what I'm generating. So Jamie walk
0: us through help us understand kind of timeline from the first time you went to a local university and told a professor you'd like to you know teach one class, to when you got that $5,000 first speaking gig with a company with a red logo, we won't name names, in Atlanta. Um, What was that time frame? A year, five months? Uh,
1: the, the, The first speaking gig was at Emory University. I ultimately wrote a book with a professor named Dr. Reshma Shaw. She was actually the person who turned to me after my first gig and said, do you do this professionally? And I thought, I didn't know you could do it professionally but if you can I'm all over that. <laughs> yeah. So 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 that was that was uh let's say about 15 years ago and then within about 5 years I had built up enough of a thought leadership around everything and and had the blog. Now here's a key thing. Truth be told, to get paid as a speaker, you really kind of have to have a book. I don't care if it's self-published. I don't care if it's published by a mainstream publisher like my books are, but the bottom line is you really kind of have to have that authority to say, hey, I've taken the time to write 30, 40, 50,000 words about this topic. Therefore, I'm an expert above and beyond just the person out there who's saying, hey, I know a lot about this topic. So that that's not that's not a deal breaker, but really, if you want to get paid to speak, you have to kind of be in that category.
0: Got it, Jamie. I mean, and actually the top tribe listening right now, again, if you're in corporate or you're a blogger and influencer looking to get your first paid speaking gig for five grand, or maybe you're wondering, how do I launch my first book? We've got the CEO of Morgan James Publishing. His name is David Hancock on episode 33, and he's published folks like Brandon Burchard, Kim Gars, Jeff Walker, Joel Com, Jamie, have you worked with him?
1: I have not, but of course, I know Kim, and I know Joel, and I know all those guys. But uh, but yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's a critical thing is is to try to go through that path so that you can have something that differentiates you from the vast majority of people who are out there saying, hey, I know a lot about this topic, and you know you should hire me as a speaker, yep. unless you have that kind of authority that differentiates you. Now, you could also be the CEO of a thriving organization, Nathan, like you, your growing business, all that sort of stuff. You could, you, I'm sure, go out and get paid to speak. But the bottom line is most people are going to have to go out if you're not a ceo you're going to have to have something that differentiates you from the other people out there
0: yeah and you can't hire me i i I like to be here tucked in in my blacksburg office heads down focused on our on our customers around the world speaking for me i love going out uh, just to reconnect jamie with folks like you to be quite honest
1: yeah, so yeah, you know that's you and I met at a at an event and we did. got to know each other very very quickly and 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 it was a great sort of fun thing and I I'm looking forward to catching up with you next time we bump into yeah. each other at one of those events. Me
0: too. So hey, before we get into my f- one of my favorite parts of the show, tell me real quick. So you started all this 15 years ago. Now I don't. I'm not gonna. We won't go into total revenue because you do a lot of really great work with a lot of really great organizations. But how much would you say just from y- your personal speaking gigs, ranging back from the five. $5,000 one a long time ago to now. About how much revenue would you say you've done just from that channel?
1: You know, let me give you uh, a breakdown of the, 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 the spectrum of, uh, how much you can charge for speaking because there's going to be a bunch of different people in this. But I know when I first started it and was doing it professionally, I thought, well, how do I go in and, and where, where do I fall in that spectrum? So Seth Godin is the forty to $50,000 range. And Seth, if you're listening to this, I apologize if I got it wrong or undersold you. But the bottom line is, my understanding is Seth and Guy Kawasaki and things like that are in the forty dollars to $50,000 range. Donald Trump, by the way, is in the $150,000 range or above. Uh, Seth, Guy, uh, 40, 50 grand, and again, I'm not trying to speak out of school about their pricing, so if I have that wrong, sorry guys, but that's my understanding. Then you get into the category of uh, people who are in the uh, $15,000 to $20,000 range. Those are typically best-selling authors who have knocked it out of the park with a major bestseller business book. Then you get into the vast majority of speakers who are in the five to $10,000 range, and then I know a lot of people who are like, hey, I'm building thought leadership. I'll do it for a couple of grand. If you pay for my travel and it's a domestic flight and all that sort of stuff. I'll do it for a couple of grand because it builds thought leadership around the, the country for me. So that's kind of the spectrum. Most people listening to this are going to start out in that couple of grand range got in the early stages and build up from there.
0: Well, and people again, we've got some other folks, Jamie, like you, Carrie Wilkerson in episode number 12 walks us through how she went from a Texas mom of four to charging now $12,500 per speaking gig. She is a best selling author and she does that now. That's what she charges while being a, really great mom. And then additionally, Bob Berg, who's in episode number six, went from, you know, sports broadcaster in the Midwest to selling 1.5 million books like The Go-Giver. And now he commands $20,000 keynotes using a unique phrase. And he shares that phrase in episode number six. So Jamie, coming back to you and keeping the spotlight on you, would you say you've done more or less than $100,000 just on your speaking uh, revenue over the last 15 years?
1: Oh I've definitely done more than $100,000 on an annual basis it probably makes up however and you know and this is a big however it makes up probably about 25% of my total revenue. Oh good but it I've got definitely valuable made yeah, yeah. Uh, now, Bob Berg, let's talk about him. Great guy. I've interviewed him for my podcast as well. Great guy, smart guy, all that sort of stuff. 1.5 million books sold. Is that what you said, Nathan? That's is correct. that what he sold? Yep, that's what he so sold. So that is a monster, monster, monster bestseller. So he deserves and should get 20000 $30,000 per speaking gig because he's in that category. You know, that's the Seth Godin category. Yep. So the typical business book sells 4,000 copies. That's an honest figure. 4,000 copies. So so when you sit around and you go, oh my gosh, you know, uh, Stephen King sells a million copies of his book. Bob Berg sells 1.5 million copies of his book. They're outliers. You're going to sell 4,000 copies if you're lucky, you know, if you have an average business book. So it gives you a framework of really how that works and how that whole industry works.
0: Well, it's good stuff and you gave us a lot of value here Jamie in 15 minutes and we're not done yet. If you are loving this episode, you will love episode number 8 where we talk to the head of strategy at GoPro, responsible for taking them from $300,000 a year in sales to $300 million in sales and to celebrate the top tribe, I am giving you guys the chance to win a GoPro and my top three favorite business books. In order to win, simply text the word Nathan to 33444. Again, N-A-T-H-A-N to 33444 for your chance to win hundreds of dollars in prizes every week. The first one is a GoPro and my favorite business books. And my heart is pounding. I don't know if you can hear it because do you know what time it is? It's time for some sort of question, Dude, I'm sure. it's time for the famous five. <laughs> All right, Jamie, number one, what is your favorite business book?
1: Uh, you know what? I'm glad you asked that. I'm going to tell you my favorite business thought leader because he's got a ton of books. Believe it or not, it's Tony Robbins. The guy is brilliant. I know sometimes people think of him as a motivational speaker. That's inaccurate. He is a business thought leader. And if you aren't into Tony Robbins, he teaches you ways to think about life, think about business, and how to organize and have discipline around what you do so that you can accomplish a lot of things. So I'm a big Tony Robbins fan. Has, and he has a
0: ton of books out. A great recommendation. A lot of people have said Tony. Number two, which CEO are you following to study? right now two uh
1: stanley McChrystal, who is the former uh head of the uh uh army over in uh, afghanistan just came out with a recent book and uh, really fascinating guy interesting character uh, i'm also uh uh following um uh the four-hour Work Week guy i'm blanking on tim his name ferris right Tim Ferriss, who has a fabulous podcast. Tim Ferriss is really somebody to watch because he's really knocking it out of the park right now. So I'm literally listening to virtually all of his his podcasts when I'm not listening to your podcast, Nathan, of course.
0: (laughs) Great, 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 and we have, it's been crazy. We have so many people calling this the best podcast they've heard. We've tried to keep it in 15 minutes and it's a nice bite-sized chunk every day. So again, thanks for coming on, Jamie. Number three, what is your favorite online tool, like Evernote?
1: Yeah, my favorite. I'm, you know, believe it or not, I'm not an Evernote fan. I've tried it a thousand times. I just can't get into it. But, but in similar fashion, and this is very pedestrian. But I'm a big Google uh, fan right now. So Google spreadsheets, Google Docs. It just makes uh, managing projects in the cloud so much easier when you have spreadsheets and everybody's working on things. So I know that's not very sexy, but that's it is, okay. An honest answer.
0: And not, not all of us can be super sexy, Jamie. That's okay. Number four, yeah, yes or no, yeah. do you get eight hours of sleep every night?
1: I get seven and a half hours of sleep. The sleep cycle I'm in and most people are in are 90-minute cycles where you go through the light sleep to the deep sleep. Seven and a half hours is a perfect fit on that 90-minute cycle. I also, by the way, meditate twice a day for 25 minutes each, once in the morning, once after lunch. That is a super secret trick. If you're not into meditation yet, get into it because it'll be a game changer for you. So those are two things I do to try to make sure stress remains low. I also jog, by the way, but stress remains low and I stay focused on stuff. Is so, seven and a half so important. Sleep and meditate twice, yeah, yeah. So
0: important. Okay, number five, Jamie. If you wish your 20-year-old self knew one thing, what would it be? Uh
1: take up guitar so you could be a rock star would probably be <laughs> it. But the truth is the, the the truth is if I look back and I tell this to a lot of people I mentor is um it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. You're going to stumble. You're going to fall. Don't worry about it. The people who succeed and just take the start are the people who get up from the stumble and keep jogging. It's not the people who you'll have when you're 25, you're going to have people who are rock stars making more money than you. And you're going to feel like a loser. And then when you're 29, they're going to have flamed out and you're going to be still treading along. So, so that's advice I give to people. It's a marathon, not a sprint.
0: Consistency is key. So Jamie, where can people connect with you online? If they want to continue following your journey to the top.
1: Yeah, uh, check out a couple of things. One, I have a blog called 60secondmarketer.com. If you're a business person interested in figuring out tools, tips, and techniques for marketing, check out 60 Second Marketer. I also have a podcast called The Jamie Turner Show. And when I came home after figuring out the name of the podcast, I went to my wife. She said, what's the new name of the podcast? I said, it's called The Jamie Turner Show. And she said, well, it's not The Jamie Turner Show around here. Get out and mow the lawn. So (laughs) that's my lesson.
0: (laughs) I love that. Well, Jamie, listen, from from... Doing free gigs on the Emory University stage to a best-selling author to well over $100,000 a year in speaking gigs, thank you for taking us to the top. Excellent, thanks Nathan, glad to be here. Take care. Coming up in the next episode, number 23, you're gonna hear from Ben Williamson. Now Ben worked with Steve Jobs at Apple and then made a one million download sensation you won't believe. This podcast is produced by Oration Recording and is sponsored by Eddie Communications and Roanoke, Virginia's Grandin CoLab, the premier workspace for entrepreneurs and growing companies.